Loaded bases, that's my motivation. A nigga feeling lucky, we should go to Vegas. 2018, motor transportation. Got me feeling over anxious like a home invasion. My dough inflated and I'm more creative. It's like a couple big deals, but it's no parade. Just a couple niggas every generation. I wasn't supposed to make it out with the code to matrix. And when they get to speak, it's like a coded language. Reminds niggas that they strength and all the stolen greatness. We used to shoot at niggas at the mobile station. Full circle, mobile motivation. My self-educated. This is the whole podcast. Got these sharks that I'm sitting at. It's all in a loop. I'm on one, swinging for the fences for the home run. Even for the Della Talk season four, episode seven, I believe. So we out here, two blessed numbers, four and seven. We out here. Recipes, Nip. R.I.P. N.I.P. Everything, all love, all legacy. I guess we can start this shit here, right, with Nip. Tough top. Huh? Tough topic. Tough topic. Oh, for sure, for sure. Nip is, to me, like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people, this is a tough topic for people. Especially people for, of, of, like, of our culture, for sure. Like, that shit was crazy. It happened Sunday night, right? Yeah, so it hasn't even been, like, a full week yet. Yeah. And it feels like it's been much longer just seeing everyone else talk about it and discuss it. And, like, for sure. it's still definitely not an even enough time to process what's really happening. Like, how's it going to affect us day to day? Yeah. Like... For me, I'm not an emotional type of nigga like that, really. But Nip is a not type of nigga to me like Hove, in a sense. Like, what they embody and what they trying to do or what they what they were doing in, in Nipsey's case is, like, it's bigger than us to me. Because he was seeing shit that we didn't see at all. Like, you can see old interviews that people have been posting now since, like, 06 about him talking about what he's going to do what he's doing now and all the shit that he did for the culture and for his community like him going out like that 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 type of that shit bothered me cause like niggas like that not supposed to go out like that to me that shit was weird as fuck like it's hard to process that shit like I've definitely heard a lot of niggas who don't didn't even know Nip say that they like broke down and cried when they heard that shit cause that's the type of impact that he has like he has that whole Pac impact and I'm not even saying that shit because it's like when a nigga like when a nigga dies, everybody has to say like great things about a person, even though the person may have not been good. Like Nip was doing shit here. Like I recognize that Nip was very key into the culture when he was here. It's just that you don't expect somebody who's doing good and doing all these things to impact the neighborhood and all these things to impact not even the neighborhood because like as you can see clearly now, like the world. Like he would he had a like a for me. I was I started listening to it probably around Mailbox Money. Mailbox Money, I think, was the album that he started selling for a hundred dollars, and Hope bought a thousand of them. So I was like, oh shit! If like Hope bought a thousand of your albums, you have to be talking about some shit that nobody else is doing. And I thought that that marketing scheme was brilliant, which he thought he read, which he told, said in an interview that he read that um, there was a guy in Philly selling Philly cheesesteaks for a hundred dollars, and he was like, that was so interesting to me that. 
he marketed it that way because even if the cheese steaks weren't worth a hundred dollars, everybody had to go do it just by like by proxy. Like everybody's like, oh, it's a hundred dollars. I gotta go try it. Basically, what everybody's doing now with like especially food wise, and the story behind that shit too was like, like we were talking about here before when Vince Staples said that our, our music is not valued. He was doing that to make the music valued to show people that our music can be valuable if we want to if we wanted to set the price tag on it rather than just doing $10. And he did this shit all independent. That's why, I was like, the shit that Nip did is, like, that shit is monumental. What he was doing for the culture, even with Vector 90, which he was doing, it was a workspace that he had in, uh, I think, I believe it was in Crenshaw, too, where he was doing STEM uh, researches, and he was um, basically bridging the gap between the Silicon Valley and the inner cities. So basically allowing them to, like, be in a space that normally you won't see in that neighborhood. Everybody from hoods like that we from is either you play ball or you rap or you go to college. But not like coding and shit like that. That shit's never been in our neighborhoods like that. You can like I don't I don't know anybody who codes from my neighborhood. Like at all. Like at all. There's a lot to impact there. No, for There's sure. A lot to impact. And for I think sure. a really big consensus is uh as a fair point to say is that no one really saw this coming. No one well, you never really see expected. it come with somebody die, to be honest. But I do to get what you're saying. Like, Nipsey was on the bottom of my list of people who I thought would be... Because just how he moved. Like, I'm I, I'm always, like, attracted to people's energy like that. And I feel like his energy was kind of like Hov's energy. Like, I feel like he took a big piece out of Hov's book. And he took a big piece out of, like, Pac's book. It, it basically implementing shit that Pac was saying and using the business acumen the Hov had. Basically starting his own Rockefeller, in, in a sense... He just started the marathon, which the marathon was every. I, I see a lot of publications and a lot of people who did uh, who were doing this stuff on the podcast talking about that uh, he got he got killed in front of the store he was opening. He owned that whole plaza, and the store that he was at was a store he's had for a while. And everybody, has, yeah. like, he's he's that's a cold line nip hat for a minute, and that I don't know, man. That shit really fucking bothered me for sure. What and this um. Even beyond that, I have a really big concern of people just... We, we see it often where it's like, oh, man, this is the one that woke me up. But, like, oh, shit's going to change because of this. Yeah. And then a week, I mean, I hope it does, though, to be honest. Yeah, but then a week later, we really see, like, everyone's still the same. So my only hope is that people really take... They should have taken this while he was alive. Yeah. Like, a page from his book and adapt it to his daily life. But now that his, like, legacy is, like, in everyone's face and everyone can see everything he's accomplished and there's so much still left to do and that his people could do For that sure. we all in our day-to-day lives take For something sure. from that. But not even, like, how, even just, like, the, the, like, you can tell the type of honorable person that he is. Like, I, I, I took that from him really quick. But, like, it's the same shit with McNamee. Nobody had anything bad to say about him. Nah, you couldn't. And the, and the, way, you, and the way that he spoke specifically, because I used to watch all his interviews. Literally, I watched a Nip interview last week. Uh, um, when he was on Big Boy, the way he would talk, I posted it. Because, like, the shit that he would... Usually when I post shit on Instagram, I, I'm not a person who posts a lot. When I post something on Instagram, it's because I'm in that type of energy. Or I want to be in that type of energy, so I just put it out. And I, I posted the shit when he was saying that... <clears throat> I think he was saying, like... Basically, like... If it wasn't for his grandmother's prayers, he wouldn't be here. Which a lot of people from our neighborhoods feel like that. A lot of people who've done stuff in our neighborhoods feel like that. And he was saying how, like, he he's a man of character. So in the sense that he checks himself before he does anything that he feels that, to cross the line. 
and stuff like that. And I feel like that that's something I like to uphold a lot too, because I'm I just always been attracted to like that type of like especially in business. A lot of people say that in business you got to be grimy to get ahead and shit like that. But like like I've I've always had an affinity for rock uh, rock rock Na- rock nation and Rockaway and shit like that and fucking Rockefeller because they did shit on their own terms. And I feel like he was doing the same thing. Like the sure. story behind his actual calling store was that his brother got home from jail after. T- like I think I don't know how long it was specifically, but Nipsey bailed him out. I think it was like a million dollar bond or some shit like that. And his brother was selling clothes like right on that same Slauson Ave shit. And oh Crenshaw, I think it's Crenshaw and Slauson, but he was selling yeah, clothes yeah. outside. And then he was telling Nipsey that uh, well his brother his brother came in and said like he made like four hundred dollars that day. And Nipsey was like, oh, shit, we should make this. And that's when they made the store. And they went from renting the store to owning that piece of it, and then they went to owning the whole land. of it. So, like, the, I don't know, the irony of it all to me, like, it just, everything, you started there, you built there, and then you died right in front of it to me. It's, it, that's just very telling to me, like, I'm very in tune with, like, energy and shit like that. So There's a lot of signs there. Exactly. Like, There's a lot of things. You went, that was the same place you sold drugs at. And then you went to jail, you came back and decided, like, I, I have a, a post that I posted on Twitter, like, a while ago, where he was saying that, he said that he couldn't just be a part of the... I forgot the specific word that he used. He said he couldn't be a part of the... Um, basically, he couldn't be a part of that type of lifestyle anymore. Like, once he once he went to Africa and he learned, like... I guess, like, how to be a man and grew up more. He said he couldn't be a part of that lifestyle anymore. So, he went from that, from selling drugs there, to making his brand there, and then buying it, and then to... Some dumbass nigga killing them on that shit because it's yeah. just some envy shit. Because we see it a lot. Like a lot of people are saying this conspiracy theorist thing, but I think a lot of people are saying this a lot of shit because a lot of people who are saying this aren't from where we from. I think that kind of shit is offensive. It is. It's very offensive because it's like you're not from where we from, so they see it as like it's impossible for somebody to kill somebody just straight up like that because he. Cause he, cause he was doing so so good, but that you know how often that shit happens in our neighborhood. Like a nigga who's doing good for everybody, and they get killed. And it's not even to that level. Like he, he took it to another place other than Crenshaw. Like he, the whole L.A. backed him. You know what it's like to break barriers of neighborhoods who've been beefing and who've been dying and Lo- who've been killing each other for longer than you've been alive. Like those cribs and shit is like eighty years of. Like structure, and for a blood nigga to like be backing you as much as somebody from your neighborhood, and then somebody from your neighborhood is the person who actually kills you. Because that was I was listening to if you got, if you got, if you guys want to hear like a really more in depth uh, like breakdown of like Nip and what he meant to L A. Um, check out the bomb. It's B O M M on uh, Apple Podcasts, and they have is a guy named Black Trey and, and Waz. And Black Trey's from L.A. Oh, he's, his, he's from over there. Yeah, he's and his and his family is blood. So he was breaking it down, basically like how it's like how all the gang thing ties back into it. But it, to me, it was more than that. It was just it was just somebody being jealous of so, something that you have. Like in the, in our neighborhoods, they have a lot of the crab in the yeah. barrel mentality, where it's like your success is my failure, rather than them them seeing that. You're successful, so I can make it. Especially somebody who's helping everybody yeah, cause, cause in the Nip, community. Nip was someone who was turning the barrel on its Ex- side. Exactly. So yeah. everyone could get out. 
And not even, it's like, anybody who needed help from him, he was open. Like, everybody who you hear talk about Nip, it's like that, oh, he did this for me, he did this for me. Or he was saying that, um... And we're seeing these stories from, like, everybody that you wouldn't even expect to exactly. be tied to him. That's the thing. That's what I respect about Nip the most. Is you're honorable to people and you don't speak upon it. Yeah. Just like Hove. Hove doesn't like people to speak on things that he does. And that, and to, for me to compare Nipsey to Hove is really high regard to me because I hold Hove to high regard in my in my sense. And the shit that really sucked to me is is like he was more than just a rapper, but he was getting to like his peaks of rap. Like you just we you were just Grammy nominated. Yeah. Like we did the album breakdown of the year, and I put Nip at number four. And I remember me specifically saying I wish I could put it higher, but the three the three albums above his albums that I was listening to more. But I still listen to the Nips album. That Loaded Bases record is probably one of my favorite records on this album for sure. But you go back to, he had, I don't know, he had a vision bigger than anything. Because in the beginning, he could have signed with Ross. But he decided to not sign with Ross and make his own shit. Then he made the Colon line. Then he had the Vector 90 shit. And he was telling people who was richer than him, like, yo, instead of buying jewelry... Invest in real estate. Invest in this stuff. Yeah. He was very and he was business that, savvy for sure. Ago, yeah, for sure. He was definitely business savvy. He was more than that as well. Cause even with the whole conspiracy, Doctor Sebi shit, like that, just in itself, that wellness. And if somebody from my if niggas from my neighborhood is not like that. If, if niggas will look at you weird, but it takes a person like Nip who has like, I don't know, he has such a composure when he speaks. And when he speaks, it's like you have to tune in to him. Like, the first time I listen to an interview of his, I'm like, I'm going to watch the interviews all the time because you speak to something that's like me. It's like somebody who used to be in some shit that we have no control over. When you're born, especially in California, when you're born in California... And you and you what basically a quote that he says wherever you wherever your mama pay rent is where you from from the beginning. There's nothing you could do about it. So from you so you to get out of those angle to get out of those like circumstances and make big of all this is that speaks volumes in itself. Like he I don't know man that shit don't sit right with me like at all. For to me it feels like somebody killed my big homie and I never met Nip ever. Ever. For sure. And I think a lot of people feel that way. I've seen a lot of things where it's just like, oh, I didn't even listen to him. I didn't even know him. But just seeing, like, exactly. the way people talk about him and seeing, like, what he's done so far, like, it really does feel like you lost the leader. And that's and that's no, that's no, like, I don't, that's not a quality you could buy. For somebody not to even listen to your music and feel like they genuinely knew you from yeah. interviews. Like, his interviews was as big as his music for me. Sometimes even bigger. Like, people who only watch his interviews, they're not listening to his music. That part is, like, if we look at people who are younger than him coming up, who's going to fulfill that role that he was doing? Because so, I don't see a lot of people doing that or being capable of doing but that. But to me, I, I do see a lot of people saying st- things like that. Like, um, a lot of people are saying, like, you killed our hero. Nip definitely was. But to me, I always feel like energy never dies. It just transfers. So... When you kill one person that was going to do more for the coaches than you ever thought. Like, Nip was just getting to where he was going to get to. Like, he was just on the peak, the, the peak of the iceberg. And to me, it's like, you kill one, you made ten. To me, because like... I mean, that's what we could hope for, bro. Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. But think about how much people pop impacted. 
And look at and Nip, and Nip was a different type of like for sure. breed. Like Nip was a person who is like me or like somebody else from the from the hood, and he could speak to us, but he can also help us grow and impact things in a different way rather than it being yeah. Oh, let, let me put that. you on to sell some drugs. Nah, let me yeah, get yeah. you off because I I'm gonna need you sometime. Let me get you off the streets and come work for me and make this bread, and I'm going to teach you how to maneuver other ways. We just got to hope that that energy gets transferred in that way, not oh, through a sure. negative way. For sure. It's for highly sure. possible, too. For sure. Like, this, like that, I don't know. Like, I, I just feel like I didn't want anything to come bad of that either. Like, because, you know, that shit is like an eye for eye and gang violence a lot of times, but... A lot of times, game violence is more... Like, people like to depict it to be terrible. Yeah, it is like that, but... If the origins of it was more tribal. It was... A, it takes a village to raise a kid. I think is the, is the quote. Or is yeah, it? it takes a village to raise a kid. That's yeah. the... That's, the, it's, it, that's what it is. It's like... He was trying to make that tribal sense go back to me. To to, to raise kids like that. Like, he was trying to make the village. Because when, when you see somebody who looks like you... And acts like you and talks like you... But maneuvers in a different way, you mimic that. Like, Hove is basically like, it's kind of like a, a myth, to be honest. Like, when you like ever a see legend. Hove, you don't the, see the things you've seen, Nip, you can touch Nip. That vid, the way he died, show you that you can touch, that you can touch Nip. But the, the, the reason for it was stupid. Like, like yeah, was just from like, what I hear, the, the reason was... It was just was, over like an argument, wasn't no, it? No, it was that the dude was... Apparently in the form, and it was like, look, I don't want you up here. Because, like, how gang culture works, especially, is, like, if you're an informant and everybody in that neighborhood knows you're an informant, and I own this building, something could happen to innocent people. And then he came back and was like, he did what he, he had to do. But it was like, I don't know. And for a lot of you motherfuckers who was posting and reposting that video... Y'all some That's disgusting Whack bro. ass niggas Like I don't get ass. that shit bro Like nobody wants to ever see that shit It was the same thing of like When they were posting the video of um his girl Lauren London Like mm. finding out about the news And they're posting her crying I didn't shit. even know about that video nah, Like bro. bro like who Like I don't understand that Like I, I kept I hope this part makes sense But I kept seeing it But I refused to watch it No yeah I'm yeah. not watching that I'm not Like what, what type of person Wants to watch that willingly Like yeah. what type of human being Do you want to be to like, you get off of watching somebody's pain like that. Or, like, why are you even interested in that shit, bro? It's the same thing when um Triple X died, and people were, like, filming him in his car dead. Yeah, like, I don't, I, I never understood that at all. At all. I never understood that shit at all. But I did want to read a few things from, like, the two most people that I thought, like, worded everything well. But I also wanted to read what the, LA, the LAPD chief, like, you know what you have to be to be... A gang uh, member and the LAPD yeah, yeah. mourn your death. I so, saw this too. So the chief, this is a quote from the chief Michael Moore. He put, "I saw the name Nipsey Hussle and I looked at the, I looked at it again and I looked at it again and it was like I could not believe it. This vo- this voice was trying to help. Like it, this is somebody from this. Like he was supposed to meet them the next day to talk about gang injunction. And for people who don't know about gang injunction, is it's if you see AB Dash. Yo. So unmarked cars will park, and if they see AB Dash talking to anybody from the neighborhood, a neighborhood you live in, and everybody in there knows you, you get put on a gang injunction list. Basically saying that you from they they'll they'll um fingerprint you and all that, take your picture, and basically saying that you from this neighborhood, even if you don't bang for that neighborhood. 
Right. So he was trying to help with 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 getting the LAPD and the gangs more like more intuitive. You know, like a lot of yeah. the fucking sort of like legitimizing it. Yeah, you know, you know, like a, like a lot of the police brutality shit been going on. So they were trying to do that, and um, for for posted too, he put you were about something positive for the community, and every chance you ha- you had to speak, it. and because of it, you inspired millions, millions who. Will uphold your legacy forever and rest among the stars. But the one that the one that that like had me the most was Styles P decided to post a um and you, if, for anybody who already knows Styles P, you already know Styles P to be one of the most honorable people. Like he's up there, him Jada and all him Jada Hove Nip. Um, damn, if if it's somebody I'm missing, like Pharrell Push, like those type of people who have always been honorable. This is a text thread through uh, Styles P and Nipsey. So P uh, P puts Peace King need anything while you while you here. Let me know. And this this first line shows me what type of person you you are. He put forgive the late response, bro. That means a lot coming from you. Y'all 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 represent the echelon of rap and words. So thank you. And anytime you're in the West, me and my team got you no questions. All I need on this side is to hit the juice for life and get right. We covered out here. we covered outside of all that. And put let me try to know let me let me know when you're trying to go I would be honored to have you nip nip the great and let's build putting on one on the side. Yeah, so you're trying to put one on uh in LA. So people who don't know, Juices for Life is Styles P's uh juice, juice bar. bar. But just just that first that first just like that first paragraph shows you what type of person he was like he was, he was a person who normally who never not big you up for yeah, if you respect you, you he was not never big you thank up you. thankful to be talking to you type shit like nah that, that shit definitely fucked the culture heavy right there like for sure like everybody felt that and I'm ho- and I hope I'm doing it right by speaking to him about how I'm speaking about him right now. And I mean, I don't got nothing else to say. You got something to say? On, on no, I just want to speak on the 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 reach of his impact. Is that yeah. we on the other side of the fucking country, bro? For sure. And look at how we talking about this dude that we never met for and sure. we never felt the immediate impact of because we understand what he really stands for and what he really nice. means. Because you could see a person who's trying to change shit genuinely. He was making many changes, and it's no different. Every place has a hood. We got a hood over here too. It's just not as big as their hood. But the thing is, is like, like I said, he was one of us. Like he was one. He spoke like us. He talked like us. And the shit he was doing was for us. So for one of us to kill him, it was it was like, that shit don't sit right at all. Like, this shit, I don't know. This shit is like to me it was like, this probably was one of the worst ones to be honest. Like a lot of people was affected by that. Like a lot of people. For sure. I think now more than ever, individually, people got to step up. For sure. Be all about this. For sure. I hope. I hope this brings good to whatever is next to come. For sure. I hope a lot of people. I see they try to change the the Crenshaw sauce and add Nip, to Nipsey Hustle. Um, also, I would say go go uh, go listen to his music because he own all his masters and go to yeah, Marathon yeah. the Clothing. He's one of the rare few that do. Yeah. Go to Marathon the Clothing. And buy all all the clothes, like support for his family and stuff like that. I did see the Hove made a fifteen million dollar trust fund for his kids, and Hove will always be an honorable nigga to me. Like it's, that shit will never change. Um, I don't got nothing else to say. Rest in peace, Nip. 
Rest in peace, Nick, bro. Prayers to his family, yeah, prayers to his brother, to his wife, to his kids. True. Everybody who's affected by it. Everybody carry the torch, bro. Stolen, I risk it for every ticket we sold him. You got the ball, I'm gonna take it home. Bottom line, I'm gonna make it home. I was sitting on my link and I start thinking. Nigga ain't gonna make a hundred mil off any tracing. More than likely, I'm gonna end up in somebody's bracing. Even worse. Horse and cares front the church, laid off in the hearse, I dealt with it. I ain't just out here for my health with it. I weigh the risk and the reward to sink the scale tipping. Let's all get on one accord and take the world, niggas. Take the money, take the power. Okay, when you said that was the pod. Nah, it's definitely not. We have to take that back right. I mean, that's definitely something that I was dreading to talk about the whole week. For sure. Because that shit was, that shit was definitely, that shit didn't sit right with me at all. Um, we're gonna need a major like tone shift though. Yeah. Um, I guess hear, we can start this off with some positive. You wanna hear a joke? Huh? You wanna hear a joke? <laughs> nah, fuck I got that. you, bro. Um, Why couldn't the toilet paper get across the road? Uh, it got stuck in a crack. This is not good. Yeah. Hey! Uh, I guess we can talk about, we can transition and talk about some great shit that happened in the culture recently. Uh, Beyonce and Adidas. Bro, so have a partnership called off rip. What does this mean to me? What do you mean? Like, what is this gonna do for my life? For your life? Yeah, personally. Because I look at this, I'm like, all right. Well, you're not gonna wear it. It's for the women. Yeah, shout out the ladies. So shout out Bay. And we've been talking Be- about how, how women, how women, women have been talking about how women's shoes are trash. Women love women's shoes. Never mind, never mind. Women love, men, women love men's shoes. You see women wearing more men's silhouettes? Because every time... I have heard from a, couple, from a couple girls that every time they make a woman's silhouette shoe or a woman color shoe, they they always use the quintessential pinks, purples, yeah, light yeah, blues, yeah. and not like... Women like red too, my nigga. Women like a lot of, a lot of other shit. Like, that's why women always buy men's sneakers. Bro, but... Now this is big though. This is huge for Adidas. Yeah, financially. Oh, for sure. That's what I'm inter- talking about. I'm not interested in anything that's gonna come out of this. It's not for you. That doesn't mean anything, bro. <laughs> it's not for you. That's just for the just woman. Because it's she's not doing for- the um, the her her, her Ivy wo- Park. Yeah, the Ivy Park. Yeah, her, yeah. her woman's clothing line, not clothing line, but sportswear line, and they have a silhouette coming too. But now this is big. But that the re- the reason I have this on here, cause. It's big for the culture, like. This is as big as LeBron on Nike. No, legit though, like. I'm, like I'm not trolling. Yeah, I'm gonna say like that. For real, for real. And look, quiet is kept. I see what Hov and Beyonce is doing. One's at Adidas, one is at Puma, and I know. And just judging by how they move, by how I know they move, I see. I'm, I'm reading through the through the lines, but now nah, this is this is definitely big for sure. This is huge for the culture. For sure. Oh, for sure. Like, think, think about who's moving product out here right now. This does more for the and Adidas than it does for Beyonce, truthfully. 1,000%. So, yeah. When I first heard this, I was like, this does way more. It's like that. She she can sell anything. Like, like she not too long ago when they had the concert last year, she had the Beaumont collab. And the girls was going out and buying. That shit was like 235. Well, they definitely saw Rihanna start her own shit and were like, yo, we got to get on B. We have to plot on her. Nah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, look who's moving shit out here yeah. right now. They Rihanna pe- has her own shit. Yeah, yeah. B has her shit. Yeah, yeah. 
Ye has his shit. Yeah, yeah. Push has his shit. Yeah, yeah. Fro has his yeah, yeah. shit. We'll Gamb- we, we, we talk about more about Fro later on. Childish Gambino just dropped his first silhouette. Gambino has his own shit. Yeah, Hope yeah. is on Puma. Jonah Hill. <laughs> Jonah Hill, I guess. Hey. Um, but like, not even that. And then take the NBA structure fucking, um, and jo- look how much people are moving. That What's his face is definitely getting a Nike deal. Who? Jordan Peele. You think so? Yeah. I'd be random, but hey, man, look, I'm for it. I see it, bro. If niggas is making dope shit and it's moving the culture forward, I'm for it 1,000%. The thing is, it's not. It, I'm not one of those persons just going to back something because it's, cause it's, it's a person of my color. But if it's trash, I'd rather us put out the best shit possible so nobody, oh, fact, so nobody can even say anything. If we trash, we always say it's trash. I ha- You have like, to be. This Beyonce shit hasn't even come out. I'm gonna say it's trash, but I'm gonna ride with it every fucking For day. For sure, I'm gonna parade this. shit I don't think it's gonna be bad to be honest. To Talk. be honest, I don't think it's gonna be bad. Like, nah, bro. I, I like her taste, and I know that she's she's not gonna be solely designing. I know she's gonna pick shit. Her and Hove are really good at delegating to who needs to be doing things. Rather than Hove gotta delegate some more on that Puma basketball because that shit is whack. I haven't seen any Puma basketball sneakers yet since he's been there. They, they only have like two so the Exactly. Out. So how you gonna kill Hove? So Yo, he, you know number one rule has no Hove slander. You killing this nigga before he even put out a sneaker. <laughs> the he's, fuck he's out He's 0 for 2, bro. How? He didn't put anything out yet. He put out two silhouettes. He's just got there. And? If you just joined the team, <laughs> nigga, you got two L's. Alright, fam. If you know how you company works, nigga, those shoes were in line to be released years ago. And <laughs> he has nothing to do with that. Listen, now the bro. shoes coming up, maybe like in the next six months, maybe he has something to do. The Plus, se- he's the president. I don't think he has anything to do with this. The season started, bro. You lost to the Knicks and the Falcons. Game tired. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a metaphor. <laughs> I don't know what the metaphor is. Um, yeah, so shout out to B for that one. Um, Yo, shout out Porzingis. Why? You know he's going through a lot right now. Nigga, I just got you, nigga. That's gonna have to be a cut it out. How's that? Nah, that's not a cut out. I stand by him, bro. Did, um, did you see the timeline on that shit? No. So basically, like, he supposedly committed that crime, allegedly, four hours after tearing his ACL. Look, man. Look, bro. All I'm saying is, let's say, like, in a different universe, that happened. You gotta be a different type of monster to do that while you have an ACL tear. Because. Look, man. I'm not saying anything on that topic until further shit is fucking comes out. Um, You're not human. <laughs> I just don't speak on things before all the, all the fucking information is out. Bro, all the information is never out. We um, never know everything. Oh, this, this story was pretty, like, I don't know, pretty interesting to me. For, for the first time ever, online sales beat brick and mortar stores. For the first sales. time ever? Yeah. In 2019? That's, Wait, so for 2018? No, like, 2019 was the first time, like, last month was the first time that a brick-and-mortar store lost to online sales. That brick-and-mortar stores lost to online sales. What the fuck? That's what I'm saying. I, I, in my head, I'm like, am I the only one who thought that this happened years ago? Nah, I thought this has been a thing since, like, Cyber Monday existed. Exactly. Apparently not, my nigga. Apparently brick-and-mortar stores are still doing numbers. I don't believe this. I don't know. Nah, bro, just because it's posted in an article and somebody put their name on here. Yo, I'm a DM Nia Gross and see, like, what the fuck is she talking about, But bro? this is easily, if, if, I don't see why she would, well, that person would make a, um, 
an article that was false. This is easily trackable. You can pick these numbers out quick. I mean, it's from the Census Bureau, so it's from the government. <laughs> we we really trusting the government right now on numbers. Look, man. I just don't see why they would, why they would want more brick and mortar stores than online. Nick, nigga, we're gonna trust niggas who print money. Hi, <laughs> 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 right, bro. Look, man, I just found it to be very weird that this is just now happening. I thought this was been yeah, happening. It, it makes sense though, because there's more brick and mortar stores that everybody goes to, and a lot of people do like buying stuff in stores more than online. I get that. I don't like buying I stuff. I understand online that, but like at the that. same time, like, yo, bro, online is such a huge market. I think they only mean online by clothing goods, though. Like clothing goods store. No, I think they mean like whole online. Like, yeah, Amazon 1000% is killing brick and mortar stores, but I think they mean like clothing stores only. Like clothing shoe stores and shit like that. Like, so it's basically like Barney's and shit against Barney's online and all that stuff like that. I don't think it's Amazon and Walmart and all these companies because de- you're definitely going to Yo, so that. does it include like, let's say I do, I, I go on Walmart, right? Yeah. And I order something, but I pick it up from the store. I think that counts as half-half, I think. I would think it would count as half. No, I would think like it would count as brick and mortar stuff. Because if it's a brick and mortar It's stuff, a brick and mortar stuff because you want to go pick it up. Shit like that. Also, like, if I do that delivery, that grocery delivery shit, I'm paying for it as service. So where does that money... You're, pay, you're, you're paying for the service for them to bring it from the brick and mortar store. So it kind so of brick, brick and mortar, but I'm paying online for it. So does it go... Does, does that third-party, like, app company get that money as well yeah they get a piece they yeah, get a yeah, yeah but then does that go towards a bro you know what fuck it if the census says it i'm cool with it no more questions i just i just find that to be crazy because i would have thought that that shit would have been surpassed you ever be thinking about shit and you think to yourself this ain't worth really thinking about too hard for I mean, a lot of shit we talk about What's up? we would not talk about this shit if we didn't have a podcast there's no way oh my god bro. the amount of, of shit, shit we wouldn't even discuss we would not talk about half of this shit if we didn't have a podcast bro literally the, the depth of our conversation nah, not really because a lot of shit we do talk about is things that we want because there's a lot of bullshit out there oh facts but the, there's a lot usually, of bullshit like, out there for the most part 60% of the depth of our conversation is us DMing each other's posts saying this hard oh for sure <laughs> that's it but, but no, it's true though like if, if it's if it's something worth talking about we're talking about it most of the time yeah. it has to be it has to be something at least somewhat impactful or oh. some just the crazy news that we didn't think like this was crazy news to me but I feel like this is the same shit like they said that hip hop just now became the most uh, popular, popular genre. genre. I'm like, mm, I don't think so. I think it's always been. It's I think been we just want to say it now. Um, oh, so the reason why we didn't do a podcast last week was because AB Dash was taking adventures in DC. Hey. Can divorce some of the adventures that you had in DC? I went to my first basketball game. Which, oh, to the Wizards versus who? The Heat. Was I see Dwayne. How was your first experience? That's just kind of fucking boring. Uh, for real? Yeah. You were sitting pretty high, though. Well, not even that. Like, I'm watching this shit, and I'm like... Well, you don't watch ball, though, too. That's, that's, huh? You don't watch basketball, though. What do you mean? You don't watch basketball. Like, you're not, like, in it like how y'all niggas is in soccer. Like, how y'all niggas like soccer. There was more... all like, the players and shit like there that. There was more Dwayne Wade fans than, like, Wizard fans. Yeah, this is his last season. Like, yeah, I knew that. That's really why I wanted to go see him. And he dropped, like, 20 on their fucking neck. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Any any funny occurrences at the at the what's this game? You mean any fucking dumbass fans? Everyone is a dumbass fan. They were giving out socks, yeah. and somebody was like, "Um, yo, please, man, can I get some more socks? Like, please, bro. Like, like I didn't, I only got one, and like my kids over there, bro, can't get a fucking pair of socks. I'm like, 
He was talking to you? No, bro. Oh. But he's like in front of me, like as the as you walk through the door, they're handing out these socks, and he's yeah. like, "Bro, this is no more it's not that shit, big yeah. of a deal. Just walk out." Yeah, and people always right trying to get more than them with this shit. Of the free shit. People always trying to get more free shit. What's crazy is that I, I didn't know so much shit happens when like. Let's say you're watching it at home yeah. and there's commercials. Yeah. Stuff's happening. No, stuff is definitely happening. Yeah. What do you think? They're just sitting there? Not yeah, I thought there. they were just fucking like hanging out. <laughs> no, but there's like not. shit popping off. There's yeah. like games and events yeah. and like shows. If you like, wa- Jesus, if you watch bro. if you watch the games illegally, basically if you watch the games when uh, which we don't promote. Yeah, which when they stream from the actual television company in that area, yeah. you you watch the halftime show shit. Or like they have like the kids crawling and walking. Yeah, that's just crazy. <laughs> they really be they doing do, shit, they bro. Do mad shit. I mean, they gotta keep you entertained between the fucking. For imagine what, if they bro? didn't do anything. You just turn to your neighbor and be like, "How about Bradley Beal?" Yeah, but um, imagine if you just fucking sit there and there's no entertainment while they're just sitting on the bed. That'd be mad boring. Bro, there wasn't even really that much entertainment. Like the best shit that happened was when the Geico Gecko came out mm-hmm. into like a certain crowd and just passed out stuffed animals. What uh, was the stadium nice? I've never been to Washington DC. Capital One Stadium. It's nice. There's literally like um the metro, like the subway it attached goes straight to, to it. it. Yeah. yeah, it's attached, which I thought was really cool. Um, there's also like a really like. It's weird because, like, the actual um, building has, like, restaurants in it, right? Like, on the outside. Yeah. And they're, like, super run down for no reason. And then across the street, everything's, and like, everything's million-dollar nice. high rise. It's, like, it's, it's, it's Brooklyn. Kinda, it's crazy. It's just like the Barclays, nigga. Yeah. The like, Barclays, all that shit used to be straight projects. And yeah, they just switch everything out. Like, the stadium is a piece of shit. And then across the street, everything's popping. Oh, the stadium is ugly? Like, it's fucked up? It's not fucked up, but, like, the stuff attached to it, it looks like uh-huh. it hasn't been touched. The yeah, actual stadium and, like, the seating and the actual, like, um, floor. It's yeah. nice. It's decent. Um, they have escalators. Damn, I forgot what I was going to say about... Oh, did you eat anything in the stadium? Hell no. How about to say? Because them prices be crazy. I no. think the only, the only one that doesn't have bad prices is that Atlanta one, I think, has, like, actual good prices. Yeah, because they, like, um, subsidize their own shit. Like, they decided, like, yo, we're not gonna charge you $13 for nachos. I mean, it's fucking reasonable. Yeah, You go to the fucking shit. Yankees game, they charge you $20 a beer. I thought it was, like, 13 bucks a beer. It's $20 a beer? In the Yankee Stadium? Yeah, hell Holy yeah. Fuck. It's 13 bucks a beer at a bad stadium. And that's just watered down. Nah, it's a beer bottle. How they watering it down? <laughs> you do the math. I'm you pre- tell me. Yo, I'm pretty sure you could figure out how they water down a beer bottle, but it's not hard to put the top back on. Nah. Nah. You think you can? You can think you can do it by yourself? They you can machine- twist it back on. They have machines for me that. Knowing it? They literally have like you know how there's like um the shit that you put on the fridge to unbottle yeah. bottles. There's little like little oh, yeah, things that you just that, put yeah. it back on. So you just like. Oh, so it's like the kids in DR who sell water on the side, but what they do it's is from the hose. Yeah, they just hose yeah. it up and they put glue, put super glue on it, so it sounds like you still open. <laughs> I still buy them. I just don't drink them. I mean, hey. Um, no, oh, I not- didn't buy any fucking snacks from over there, but um, I'm interested in tostones nachos. You saw that over there or something? Not over there, but I'm just saying because we're <laughs> talking about wild food. Oh, but yeah, uh, speaking about AB Dash's DC adventures, so AB Dash goes to he he uh, goes on live. He's eating McDonald's. Oh, so on the let me. Can I do backstory? <laughs> do it. So I'll, you tell your backstory, and then I'll tell it from where I saw it. All right, so I start the day. All right, you're gonna tell me your whole day. 
Line it up 10 minutes before the, Who wants to hear the whole This guy sucks I tell stories Like, and he can be The backstory like Five minutes before These niggas hate context <laughs> This is why like You guys love bad shows Like The Office And Game of Thrones The Office is fucking great And yo To say the Game of Thrones Is a bad show You've never seen it ever For so, sure So anyways <laughs> I'm leaving the Earl Sweatshirt concert And it's the last train Of the night Because the concert Was running late Because my man Performed an hour set so I'm dipping, but I haven't eaten. So I'm stopping by at the McDonald's on the way to the train. Trash. First mistake. What's up? Trash. That's the first mistake. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not proud of it. <laughs> but like... I don't think anybody's shit. proud to eat McDonald's. Yeah, I mean like... We put poison on our bodies every day. Alright. So. Let's go 5%er. <laughs> I'm thinking about joining. But anyways. <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, so then I get on the train or whatever. And then I'm like, yo, I'm OD bored. I'm super hyper right now. I saw my favorite rapper. I'm going to go on Instagram Live and eat these fucking fries. All right, cut to this nigga goes on Instagram Live. And I, that might have been like the most Instagram people you got on that shit. It was a good like 10 or 16 people. Yeah, for I never <laughs> thought that. Uh, on a random yeah, like night a random. too. It was like what? Like Tuesday? When, when was it? It was Monday? a random Tuesday yeah. night at 11.30 like p.m. Yeah. Like, so, who, I, so I who, get on. Who the I, fuck's joining a no, live? Because I, oh, I get on. Anytime my niggas get on, I get on just to troll. So I get on and I'm like, all right, bet. So I see like six people already on. Niggas is coming already. <laughs> See this nigga got they placed up like he's about to do that little uh, that little challenge that everybody's doing where they do the shit with their hands. Oh the whoa, <laughs> the whoa, yeah. So this nigga sitting on the train, and I'm like, alright. So we everybody just bullshitting, and I'm like, yo, this nigga's eating McDonald's. I type, yo, you eating McDonald's? He's like, yeah, da, da, da. he's talking to other people. I think he was talking to Deadly, talking about like shows and shit, right? Yeah. All <laughs> right, uh, cut to. Like two minutes later, he's like into the conversation. He's talking to everybody and shit. And I see, I just see it cut off and the body run out. <laughs> so I hit this nigga up. I'm like, yo, why'd you get off so abruptly? He's like, I missed my stop. <laughs> so I missed my stop on the last train of the night. So I had to like finagle my way back Damn, home. Damn, I didn't even know DC has like last trains of the night. Because yeah, like Miami got trains too, but I've never seen anybody take the Miami train. Because Miami train only goes north south. I'm not, I don't know how it works in Miami. I just saw it last time when we was going to, I think it was Kiff when we was going to, like, yeah. three years ago. And I saw the train, like, it's above train, like, Chicago. I'm like, yeah. I've never heard of anybody say they ride the train in Miami. Nah, it's fucking worthless. It's worthless. Yeah, but, they, yeah, they're trying to put one here. And I bet you niggas are ride here. Nah, because the one here is, is different. <laughs> it's not no style. I bet you that's what they thought of Miami. <laughs> but, yeah, but that, that shit was hilarious. I was cracking up because I was like, this nigga definitely missed his fucking style. Bro, because literally, like, I look up, I'm like, this isn't fucking um, Metro Center. <laughs> like, I hit whatever button you hit to leave the live, and I dip. <laughs> I didn't even finish my McDonald's because after a while, like, the nuggets started getting fucking gross. I, heard the, I, I just told this thing, I'm like, yo, take an Uber, it's 30% off this week. Was, was it 30% off in DC stuff? No. It was 30% off here. I checked and I was like, "Fuck!" So I just took the the classic Lyft. What was the price difference between Lyft and Uber? I've, I've never taken the Lyft in my life. It's like nineteen cents. Sometimes, sometimes it's a whole dollar. Damn. Yo, be- but like, we don't got like um. Uber pool here. No. But it's over there, and like the Lyft version of that. Popping, I could get anywhere in the fucking city for like three ninety nine. Yeah, cause so oh, cause the it. I think they do Uber pool and Lyft pool by the amount of requests they're getting. Yeah, like so. I think oh if we God, get enough requests here in the app, it will, it will show itself. Lyft pool here would be crazy. Somebody getting shanked like immediately. That, Somebody getting see, robbed. that's the thing. Lyft to me is like what iPhone users think about Samsung. 
You so you think Uber is iPhone? Yeah. I think Lyft is iPhone. For real? For real. I've had much better like Lyft experiences. Than I've Uber only experiences. took Uber drivers, and I've never got like a weird Uber driver to be honest. Like I, last time I rode an Uber was last weekend, and well, the time before that is the one time I had a good story. It was like four in the morning. And the lady was, the lady, I'm like, yo, is, have you had, my favorite thing to ask an Uber driver is, have you ever had anybody, have you had anybody crazy today? And the lady was like, nah, I haven't, but I'm going to stop since you asked me that right after you. Because <laughs> last time that happened when someone asked me that, it was an Uber driver and like the guy and the girl started fighting in yeah. the back. And not like fist fighting, but like speaking fighting. And then when they got home, like there was a big ass fight when she dropped them off or whatever. Oh and they're fighting God. against the car. Proceed to... Oh. The dr- what? What that know? reminds me of something. Um, when you finish this story, uh, just say crossbow, and I remember it. Right. And then proceed, proceed like my that that Uber drive like twenty minutes, so ten minutes into the drive, I don't know how the lady was like, "Yo," because we we just talking. Because I don't talk to Ubers, but if you cool, I'll talk. Yeah. Lady asks us randomly, like we talking. And lady asks me, like, "Yo, what, what's happening?" I'm like, oh my god, we got one of these fucking people. That sounds so, like a good ass trip. So I'm, yeah, to you nigga not to me. I hate when people ask me that shit. And I was like, I'm a Leo. She was like, You sure? And I'm like, Yeah. That's such a Leo in you, and, bro. And she was like, And she was like, When's your birthday? And I told her my birthday. She was like, oh, You are Leo. She was like, Yo, you have to have some water sign, and, and you and like like your moon sign has to be water or something like. Cause like you you way more deeper than a Leo. And I'm like, What the fuck does that even mean, my nigga? Cause I'm born a fucking day in a, m- a month and a day. I'm not a deep person. She was like, yeah, you way bro, more deep. think about it, bro. It's not that you're just born in a month and a day. You're born when the earth is in a specific place in the universe. Yeah, me and like and a million other it. people. So yeah, all bro. of us all of us act the same. Yo, what's your birthday? I'm not saying my birthday on fucking uh, on the fucking live podcast name and I don't feel like cutting this out. You're a fucking coward, <laughs> bro. But what's the year? Hold on, I'll, I'll put it, I'll put it right right under the uh, go look at uh, the, in the docket. In the docket. Right. I'm about to tell niggas my fucking birthday. Wait, where is it? Are you Hold putting on, it at the very right bottom? Right nigga, you're not type of shit. I am, nigga. Oh, here we go. It's just having up mass low. All right, I got you. Alright, this nigga's about to give me my whole breakdown of You know what time you were born? Uh, maybe like 6, 6 p.m. or some shit like that. Alright, I got you, bro. Don't even worry about this shit, bye. <laughs> this nigga's about to get right, so me, this While I'm doing this, let me tell the story about the crossbow. Wait, so you remember two weeks ago when you guys dropped me off back at the crib and I was like, yo, there's a fucking dude here. With oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about the story. <laughs> yeah, tell the story. So, meanwhile, we, we, we were doing the podcast. We were coming from the studio. We dropped him off. It had to be like 12. Yeah, yeah, it was, we, you know, we be running this shit a little late sometimes, you know. Fact. But All I, right. <laughs> so I go into my building, right, and like on the staircase is this old ass nigga with a crossbow, and it's like loaded, <laughs> and he's just sitting there. And me being the type of dude I am, I walk straight by him like, "How you doing, buddy?" <laughs> he goes, you had to say something. I huh? had to say something. He's I like, walk right by that nigga. I would have bitch like that, but <laughs> and he goes, "Doing well, man. Thank you. How about yourself? I'm like, doing great." I go in my house. I don't think about that shit ever again. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, just a few days ago. Oh, there's an update to this? this there's an update. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I bring it up. There's All an right. update. I want to say maybe two, three days ago, my mom tells me, yo, you, because we've seen this old guy before, yeah. and I told her about it, and he goes, yo, you that old guy you're talking about? Yeah. I saw him outside. He says, he got arrested by the police. <laughs> I'm like, yo. Yo, he shot somebody in the car? No, but he's, my mom said that he still had it with him when they were talking to him, yeah. and like he wouldn't put it away. <laughs> And they arrested this motherfucker. Bro. So it's a white like, dude, clearly. It's an old white man, yeah. Like, he's yeah. got to be like Bernie Sanders' age. He looks just like that motherfucker, <laughs> but with a crossbow. 
Well, so imagine Bernie Sanders at a crossbow, and that's what's sitting on my staircase. And then, like, this isn't the first time I've seen him. He held it in his car before one time, thinking, oh, he must have just bought it type shit. Yeah. He's carrying around everywhere. So, updates coming soon. I, like, I guess. Guy. I'm, I'm pretty sure somebody got pretty scared of that shit, and they called the cops. No, sure. because think about it. If you see that shit enough times, like... <laughs> For sure, if, like like yo. See, my mind, my mind thinks different than yours. For sure, if I would have seen the same nigga outside of my house for like a week straight with a crossbow, I just I would have just nicknamed that nigga crossbow. <laughs> Simple and plain. That's, nah, that's like bro, that's I'm like, what's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> I would have let that nigga rock, but right. like some people feel uncomfortable on crossbow. Bullets fly faster than a fucking that. bow, my nigga. That's all. I yo yo, say. type in um, type in the city you were born. Here. Oh, dead ass. Yeah. Contrary to belief, people think I'm from a million different places and shit. This nigga's still searching up my fucking... Yeah, 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 I am. Astrology background. Pew, 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 pew. Because some fucking older lady told me about... Yo, yeah. you know what's funny? That before everybody was talking about Freak Nick and all that shit, she was saying that how her daughter and her son were in Miami and they were treating it like a Freak Nick. And I'm like, Miami's definitely like Freak Nick, my nigga. Yo... Did you find something? Yeah, I got you, bro. Right, what did you find? This shit's fucking crazy. Alright. So, your son, which is your main sign, mm-hmm. is a Leo. Exactly. Right? And then your moon, which is supposed to be based off, like, your emotions and how you react to things. Yeah. Leo. Alright. So, she was way off. Then your, Ven- <laughs> your Venus, yeah. which is how you love. Yeah. It's Virgo. I don't know what that I don't know means. what that means either, but I'm about to fucking find out. <laughs> the thing is... Look, look, look exactly what you just said. <laughs> like, the the shit that people just, like... How you gonna box me in from that little thing? Like, that lady was completely off, because I don't act like how some fucking moon tells me I should act or whatever. All right, bro, I'm gonna read this shit out to you, right? right. Venus and Fuck, Virgo. This fucking corny shit. No, this is probably gonna be people's favorite part of the pod. Like, right, guaranteed. <clears throat> this is, by the way, how you love? Um, is It's it? about... It represents emotions and values and how you exchange these emotions. So basically, a little bit. (laughs) Venus and Virgo people are not the flirtatious sort. Instead, there appears lies in their dedication, their willingness to work on the relationship, and to make the relationship work in real terms. That's all it says? No, there's a bunch of other shit, but it's related to the other signs that you don't really care about. Venus and Virgo is attracted to nondescript people who have largely gone unnoticed. Show-offs and know-it-alls. Turn them off. Straight facts so far. <laughs> that is not facts. <laughs> <laughs> that shit might describe how I like clothes, my nigga. Like, what the fuck? Oh, shit. Alright, cool. I'm cool off this now. I I, that, that shit just never made sense to me. To me... I- I see a lot of people. Uh, well, I see a couple of girls who I know like are into numerology. That shit interests me more than, than astrology. Numerology. Yeah. I always see like just fours and sevens. Yeah, and like, like that, that shit. Like that. Like that interests me more than that. Like, uh, I, um, it's not like I, I will go for any of that shit anyways. Cause yo, I don't really fuck with any of that. Side note: I hope people don't think that I really care about this shit. You, you for sure do. Nah, nah. You I just sure like do. it's been in my life long enough for me that I have to just know, be knowledgeable of it. Fuck that witchcraft. It's shit. sort of like um. Yeah, exactly like witchcraft. Like, there's just isn't enough witchcraft and Santeria in my life for, like, I can't help but know shit. What the fuck you get Santeria from? You're not Cuban, nigga. Bro, chill. <laughs> my ex's parents. Oh, that is true. That shit used to be creepy as fuck, bro, talking about shit like that. Hey. That shit is super weird. I mean, um, you know, get it how you live. I guess we can transition this to 
Breaking news, Pharrell news. There's plenty of Pharrell news. I guess we'll start this with the whole Pharrell Chanel uh, look is out. What's your favorite piece? Mm. You can click on that link if you don't because it has it all on there. I'll uh, tell you one thing. I'm on wait. I'm on waiting list for eight pieces on that Chanel shit because it came out today. Oh, you waiting list for it? For sure. Like for my size, cause they did have shit open that I can buy right away, but my size, cause it was very, it was extremely limited. Extremely limited. I'm on me go lit. Well, I'm I have, I, I do have one piece that's going to be ordered for sure. Oh, low key the jeans. You like the? I didn't even like the jeans like that to be honest. With the fucking Chanel with the patches Pharrell and the butt cheek. Yeah. I'm here for it. Oh no no, those I did. There's another pair of the jeans that have like the patches, kind of like the sneakers. I didn't really like that. Nah. I'll tell you one thing right now. All the all the hoodies hard and the tees all of them are hard. I like the shoes, bro. True. I don't like the. Sh- that's the only thing I didn't like on the. I didn't like the shoes. Everything else was super hard to me. There's, I think um, he might have brought in um, the designer for cactus plant because it seems very cactus plant to be honest. Yeah, especially with the whole like beads and and the, and the, the lettering and stuff like that. Yeah. The one thing I really did like that he took was. Um, Chanel's really big for the brooches and the pearl brooches, and he put it actually on the hoodie. I fuck with that shit. Yeah, yeah. He really, like, embraced the whole double C on this one. For sure. And we'll keep it going here with uh, some more for our news. He's being honored by uh, Parsons Benefit. Yeah, facts. Yo, we've the named... The 71st. We've named y'all Parsons enough to be accepted into the university. If, they, if they're willing to let me go to Parsons for free, I will go to school. No I'd problem. Go. No I'd problem. go back to school. Nigga, I would go, I would go, I would move to New York to do that shit. Yo, I'd be, go, I'd just be in class, like, talking shit, bro. If it's free. If it's free, I'm gonna be the illest dickhead, bro, of all time. I'd be like, this is your favorite Baroque era piece? <laughs> Fucking idiot. Um, another, another, like, uh, another, like, fucking thing that I, I saw about Pharrell. Another piece of news I saw about Pharrell was Pharrell first found out about Chanel in the Biggie Ball on One More Chance, where Biggie says, Bags by Chanel, baby Benz traded in for a Honda XL. That is if if that does if that's not a sign in the beginning of your life that you're gonna be you gonna be hip hop through and through. Yeah, they don't make that life. shit no more, right? What Honda XLs? No, I don't think so. Um, but that that's kind of it's crazy how when you look back in life, like when like when we get older, we're gonna look back to times when we were doing this. When we were doing this a lot smaller of signs of shit that we knew that was gonna make us bigger. Like, they stopped calling. They stopped making the Excel in the year two thousand. Why'd you Google that? And it was before that. It was called the Pony, the Hyundai Pony. Why'd you Google that? I was interested. I'm over here dropping gems on this nigga. This nigga go look at Hyundai Excel. <laughs> I don't know anything you said when I start from like when I started typing that to when I finished. I had to hear you at all. And another the, uh, the last the last piece of Pharrell news we got on here is Pharrell has um. A show that he's produced on Netflix, I think it's out now. It's called Brainchild. Um, so it's basically like Pharrell has kids that he's teaching um, technology things to and science and shit like that. So from what I'm getting from this, is Bill. Uh, it's basically in, like fucking Bill Nye. Yeah, Pharrell's in the Bill Nye. He's, he's way my my Bill Nye is way better than your Bill Nye. So I like me. It is out now. It is out now. Um, they have an episode on social media. And on emotions and oceans and thinking. Shout out to Pete. Um, and germs and superheroes. Nigga, all right, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, shout out to Pete. Uh, one of the best things I saw today to describe what Pete has done for the culture is 
what Upscale Bando said. He was he said that uh, you inspired me in ways that you don't even know. Like P does shit. I think a lot of shit that he does in his mind, he just does shit because like it's him. But he doesn't realize the impact that it's gonna have on millions of other people. Um, we can transition this to another person that a lot of people seem to like Holy nowadays. Shit. Jordan Peele, Us movie. Which you have haven't you watched seen. it? Yeah, I watched it. I watched it in what'd DC. You, what'd you it was think one of my adventures. Shout out Blake Sinclair. <clears throat> what'd you think about the movie? I like the movie. I saw it twice. Damn, in one weekend, nigga? I saw it the second time I saw it, I was already back home. Damn, that pop money coming in, huh? Nigga, I saw it bootleg when I got home. <laughs> I already paid for it, so I'm cool. Uh, um, so like it's definitely I've definitely heard mixed signals about this movie. People said some people said the movie's trash, other people said the movie's really good. Alright, so people were going in this movie with crazy like super, expectations, yeah. Super, not even expectations, but super analytical eyes. Just just sit down and watch the fucking exactly. movie, bro. Uh, people are having a lot of expectations because Get Out was a really good movie to me. Yeah. A lot of people some people really didn't like Get Out either, but I like Get Out a lot. I like this one more than Get Out. For real? Yeah, just because like I like the story and the plot more. And even though like some shit like doesn't make sense to me, there's enough in it to be like, I can understand why this doesn't make sense. Yeah. And it's it's more down to maybe it's a line between me not understanding and there just being plot holes, and I can live with that. Yeah, and you actually getting entertained. I think people forget about going to movies like yeah, this. Being it's like yo, it's bro. it's for entertainment. It's not for you to digest. Yeah. Like this is a fucking. Like a philosopher or some shit. Yeah. Like some philosophy yeah. that Jordan... There is little things in there. Yeah. yeah. But like, my nigga, this is entertainment. At the this isn't a fucking nigga, like Shakespeare's like, soliloquy. I'm not going to break down every bar. This isn't somebody fucking thesis, my nigga. Like, nah, bro. It's a fucking it horror movie, bro. Uh, The new Joker trailer. You watched it? Where, yeah, um, it where I bought fucking sick, TV? bro. Yo, I want to see that shit so, so bad. Hard. I've been on this Yo, ever since they said Joaquin was going to I don't even Joker. like superhero movies. This is hard, though. That that movie, that Joker trailer was... They got me with that shit. I'm going to watch that in theaters, my nigga. Facts, bro. The second he did the laugh, I was on. That scene where he is walking into the, the elevator. The alley? Oh, the elevator? And, yeah, he, yeah. and he does, and he cracks that smile. Just bro. the colors and the way that shit is shot is... That shit's phenomenal. Bro, when he got his ass beat on the subway train. <laughs> he just He's laughing, laughing and yeah, shit, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to see where they're going to take this from. Bro, also, this nigga lost mad weight. Oh, yeah, for shit, sure, bro. for that role. He looks sure, kind of crazy. Sure. Like, the way his bones are. I mean, think about when fucking Heath Ledger did the Dark Knight. Yeah, but... To get in that, to prepare... I don't think people take into account how actors have to prepare for roles, my nigga. You have to be in that character for a year. Oh, they were getting mad at uh, Lupita and us yeah. for, like, doing that. Yeah, I, I saw that, that yeah, shit. like, what... Which is, There's I, a million I, other yeah. movies like that, and you just choose to pick one. Right. Movie I always like hate saying they're getting mad at, or they're getting mad at this, or they hate yeah. this because they don't exist, bro. They is a concept. <laughs> they're not real. This is a dream. Right, Wake up! Anything. Wake up! Um. So, <clears throat> another fucking article that I found to be very interesting. So I was there's an article about a stolen Picasso painting that's been stolen for 27 years, and there's an art detective. That finally found the painting. He stole it. Where the fuck are art detectives coming from? I did not know that was a thing. Nah, it's a real thing, bro. Like, like niggas like, will uh, hunt down paintings after they're stolen? Yeah, just like archaeologists exist. But think about it, bro. It's a, it's a crime like anything else. Yeah, but there's not a specific department for that. There has to be. Or and else like, this guy would like, have a job. Is that, no, but it's, my whole thing is, is he a real detective or he's just like one of these fucking Sherlock Holmes ass niggas? Just he's like probably like a, to like look for sure. like a private detective. 
for art, you know, for the arts. Like he gets paid by the museum or something. But the the real thing that like exists to me the most was all right. So there's another story that came out the the Leonardo da Vinci uh, Salvatore Mundi, the which is the 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 picture, the drawing of Jesus Christ or the, the depiction of Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was sold for four hundred fifty million dollars, and it disappeared after the person bought it. The crazy thing is to me that like the shit that we see in the movie about how there's like big time heists really exists. Yeah, like you're on... Uh, like, like, that's whole, just crazy to me. God, I forget the name of the movie, but it came out, like, in, a few years ago. It's called, like, Monuments Men, where it's just, a, it's just no, about I've finding the stuff that, like, Hitler hid away. That's crazy. Because but now, the thing to me, like, so, <clears throat> there's this French, uh, like, group of robbers who, I think they were all former CIA shit. Yeah, they're yeah. called the Pink Panther. The Beverly Hills Thieves Club. No, they're called the Pink Panther. Um, and they, like, are known for robbing a whole bunch of, uh, alright, this nigga's mad weird, bro, but they're, they're known for robbing, like, a whole bunch of, like, luxurious shit, like, if there's a showcase for, like, the most, like, coveted diamonds, for some reason, they, they get a lot of shit and never get caught. You ever see in cartoons where they fucking do that shit where they rob a museum and they put, like, the laser through the glass and take the glass right. out and go through it? That's based off those guys. They really so? did. They really did that. I didn't even know that was possible. But no, that that shit. That, well, they didn't use a laser. They did like the like the file. The file shit. Yeah. The, the crazy thing to me is like niggas get away with that. How do niggas get away with running off with hundred million dollars in diamonds, bro? bro Who like, do you sell that to? That's like three diamonds. Who do you sell that to? That's not fucking three diamonds. Bro, go, to rob, go rob Jared, nigga. You ain't buying you running out with a hundred million dollars worth of diamonds. Those are shitty diamonds. <laughs> They're Jared diamonds. Diamonds aren't even real. You can make that shit now. In your microwave. Oh, really? Yeah. Make me some diamonds in. How about that? If you, if you make... I will make a diamond right now, If you know now, how to make diamonds, why the fuck are we here? Because they're worthless. To whom? To people who actually know shit. <laughs> Niggas still buy diamonds. Yeah. If you're telling me you can make me a three-carat ring diamond flawless right now, we can go sell for millions of dollars. Bro, I got you. <laughs> Next, next part we're gonna be iced out. I don't know. You haven't noticed how like all these people have so many fucking diamonds, bro. No, a lot of these things diamonds. That shit's not real. No, of course. Diamonds where you aren't get, real. Where are you getting a fucking blue sapphire diamond? And bro, have sapphires whole... aren't even blue. Where, where, where? So which one's blue? Which one's no, like I mean blue like blue? in real life. No, I'm saying, but which diamond is blue? Sapphires. Oh, so what are you talking about? That? They're not real in real life. I mean, they're not blue in real life. They're whatever fucking color. This whole sapphires are blue, emeralds are green, rubies are red, diamonds well, are nigga, white. I shit. know what you mean. I know exactly what you're talking uh, about. But you have to go, you have to be more in depth with that shit because a lot of people don't know what you're talking about. All I'm saying is, bro, <laughs> you're buying rocks. Think about that. Look, you're buying a rock. Basically, what Andrew's saying is there is a place that holds all these diamonds and they only let up a certain amount of diamonds out every year so they can be valuable. Diamonds are not as valuable as you think they are. For every diamond in the world that exists. There's 40. What are you going to say? That's it. That's the statement. <laughs> Alright. Um, <clears throat> Open your mind. We can transition this to Doom. Says he has four mad villains on deck right now. Like I told you, for every diamond that exists, <laughs> there's no, 40. That's crazy. Well, no, it's not crazy because mad villain came out what? Oh... Oh four, two thousand four. No, that's oh four. Came um, thing came out. Uh, it also came out that year. They came out in the same year. It came out in oh four or oh six. Can I, nigga, you have a computer in front of you. <laughs> in front of your face, my nigga. Um, because Umfu came, came out. It came out in 04, bro. Well, so when Umfu came out? 
but you don't have a computer in front of you too. Yeah, I was fucking set up the whole docket too. Two thousand four. Damn, that shit came out in the same. Yeah. That's crazy. And he dropped vaudeville villain. Yeah, year. so two thousand and four. That's fifteen years ago. And people, the crazy thing is, I mean, people were surprised that he has. That he says he Never has mind, four. Two thousand three. Right. So vaudeville villain. So people were surprised to me. Well, it was surprising to me that people were surprised about this having four mad villainies on deck. Like it's been fifteen years. What the fuck yeah, you think? Plus, he's been think doing? about it, bro. The way that Madlib described the process of how they made that music. He literally said, yo, I just made beats all day. Gave him a doom. They both made beats all day. Yeah, and then he just did that shit. We did some acid, and then we made Mad they both They both are producers, and they make, they make beats. And then Doom... Doom says the longest process to him is when he does the um the clippings at the end. Wait, I believe that shit. What was that noise? Yo, did you see the fucking helicopter crash? No, I didn't, but they told... We said on the group chat, I didn't oh, see I didn't, oh, wait, this, this is, I thought it was a lot closer to my house. It wasn't that close to my house. Nah, but, yo, um, so Ghostface, this is Doom related. Yeah. Answered four questions on Reddit. All right. One of them was... When is Doom Stars coming? When is Doom Stars coming out? Said Doom. And, and Ghostface said, ask Doom. He has all my parts. <laughs> oh, no, for sure. I know Doom is holding all of this. Bro. Drop that shit. Doom is holding all this music, all of this music. Give us the goods. But the thing is, to me, now that, now that you said that both of those albums came out in one year, I, I'm Doom could drop four of those albums in one year because that's the type yeah. of person that he He'll is. probably drop Mad Villain too and Doom Stocks. If he dropped four albums in that year, you know how long it would take you to digest all four of those albums. I would never be able to. I would have to l- listen to one album every year. Exactly, and that's another four years already. On hey, that, and I that's gonna be it. you listen to an album one once every year, and you still don't. I still listen to Um Food and still catch shit that I didn't catch before. Yeah, bro, I was just about to say we've been listening to Mad Villainy for fifteen years, and there's still shit. That's like, I have not been listening to Mad Villainy for fifteen years. Oh four, nigga, uh, I was in fucking. Well, it's been grade. out for fifteen years, and still at the same time, we're like, this shit no, no, for sure. I've been listening to Um Food and Mad Villainy and Victor Vaughn and Doomsday since two thousand and eleven. I think 2011, 2010, and I still to this day catch things that I know my dad didn't catch before. Bro, Operation Doomsday came out in 1999. Operation Doomsday, yeah, yeah, yeah. that came out in 1999, and I, I believe the record Doomsday is on that on that album, right? That's still like one of my favorite Doom records. It's too smooth. It's that, the smoothest record. Oh, so this is a conversation that me and Stevenson were having the other day. If uh, you had to pick one beat to show somebody who has no recollection of what hip hop is. And you see, you have to you have to embody the whole hip hop of what hip hop is in one beat. What beat would it be that you show them? Simon says that Doomsday. I don't know. Pass. I said Pete Rock, CL Smooth, Reminisce Over You. Uh, Rough Riders, Twisted Heat. <laughs> I said basically you can give any. Oh, shit. Um, you can give any beat from the Illmatic. Album and you I would be fine with it, one thousand percent. I'd be fine with any beat of off the Illmatic. Uh, Stevenson also said Mob Deep shook ones. That's a good one too, but without the lyrics, it's really like. Well, I'm I'm in the record. I don't really just mean the beat, but the record. If it's record, yeah, the record in general. I don't know. I'd feel really weird picking one thing because hip hop is so huge. Like at first, my mind wanted to go to Tribe, but I'm like, for sure, Tribe would be a good one. But it, like it's not good enough to can copy all of hip hop. But to show somebody like, if we go if we leave a planet and you can take one record, be like this is what we used to listen to on Earth. This is hip hop, and I play a record. I would have no problem playing P Rock or Seals move. No problem. I would pick 
Probably something from Tribe then. If that's all I had to show somebody. I need specifics. I need to, it can't be the whole. If I can go take a whole Tribe album, then yeah, I'll do that for sure. If we're talking about a whole album, I'll just take Illmatic any day. I'll take Illmatic Reason Number Down. I would take Outcast Liberation or Clips' Nightmare. That's very, very different. They're both long songs with enough verses on them and diversity where, like, I can get this rocking. Okay. Be, to, to start off somebody's knowledge of hip-hop and going straight to the clips of Pharrell would be very interesting to me. Like, the first <laughs> shit you hear is... I'm having nightmares. Or the first thing you hear is Mr. Me Too. Like, that would be, like, crazy when you hear, like, me and Puff hanging out the roof just laughing. Yo, back when I was popping on Tinder, that was my song. What? Mr. Me Too? Yeah. Mr. Me Too. That's my shit on there. Mr. Me Too's beat to this day is better than the majority of beats that's out now. That beat is ridiculous. Who's ma- Oh, you said majority. Mr. Me Too. Mr. Me no, Too. No, you said majority. majority. I thought you said Miss Jory. And I was like, who the fuck is Miss Jory? She got beats? <laughs> um, I f- hold on. I, w- I was going to say something, but I forgot what I was going to say. Damn. I hate when this happens. Memory is such a futile thing, bro. I have good memory, so. Huh? I have good memory, so. You're talking to the wrong person. <laughs> I'm sorry you have no empathy, fucking Leo Moon. Over I'll, 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 I'll fucking transition this to... Was it common knowledge that Gold Link and Three Stacks have a collab album coming out? Yes. Because I did not know that until today. Yeah, but nobody likes Gold Link, so... You don't like Gold Link. Stop generalizing. I, I like Gold Link. I get sick of his flow I three like seconds Link. into the song. I like Gold Link. I like uh, the song though. It's called like Love Third. Love Third, Third yeah. Love. I heard the record. The record was pretty good. I like yeah, the record. I like it. But I think I think him and Three Stacks are very similar. So doing a collab album between them, it should be very. interesting. It's produced yeah. by Steve Lacey and Matt Martians. So I, I fuck with that. I fuck with Steve Heavy. But no, nah, I, I just didn't know that was coming out. I, I don't know how the fuck that shit once slipped by me. I don't know. Is a whole album coming out? I, I knew think they're they had, doing. A, I knew that they had songs. They're doing together. an EP. I think that's what, I think that's what's coming out. I'm here for it. I'm just gonna edit out Gold Link for us and be good. Yeah, hey, you got a problem with Gold Link and K Tronado, which I don't know what's wrong with you. And those two niggas that work consistently together too. I fuck with Gold Link. I, I fuck with Gold Link heavy. I like that Gold Link last album was really good. That album yeah, was really, bro, really I, good. I ride with Shaq. <laughs> All right. Um, L, uh, LV and LVMH is starting a blockchain to track items. Not nah, fuck. To call out frauds. Fuck LVMH, bro. Well, let's ride. Let's ride with the fraud. <laughs> I'm trying to fraud all day. It's it's good in the sense of basically from what I'm from from what I'm thinking of it's like if somebody has a purse or something or like some sneakers up, it then I don't care. They always have the item the item uh, number on it when you buy anything high end it has an item stamp. So I'm okay. thinking that what they're doing is that you put it into a database and I'm pretty sure they have all the databases of the item record and if it doesn't pop up it's a fraud. I just fake the database. Look, man, I'm telling you like this. I don't support frauds. I don't know what the fuck AB Dash is talking about. Keep that fake shit where you take it. I'm not fucking with none of that canal free bullshit. Don't Keep care, that shit bro. where you have it. That shit's got to exist. Nah, hell no. Why does shit got to exist? Because the opportunity is there for it to exist. That's the only way things if, can exist. Nigga, if, if, that, if that's the case, there should, there's a lot of things that should exist. And they do the opportunity. The opportunity. That's like one. Of, that's probably like one of the dumbest shit you said on here for sure. Just, just me breaking. That's probably one of the dumbest shit you said on here for sure. And you really gave that shit like it was a bar, like because it has the opportunity to exist. Hey man, I influenced somebody. Oh, uh, you definitely fooled somebody before I said that shit. Somebody was like, "This nigga's right, bro." Like you ever find yourself like 
Somebody saying something in such a tone where like, oh, like it sounds right. So you just like, oh, this is right. And then like two seconds later, you're like, this nigga talking straight bullshit. What the yeah. fuck? It's mad niggas that have that. Basically, if you say something with enough conviction, have two fake points to back it up. Oh, no, people you. people definitely follow. Yeah. That's just that's yeah. just like what we were talking about last week. You can find any argument to back up your argument. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. And it'd be the first link, too. First link, it's always. Depending on how you type shit first in. First link, always. There's um, awesome shit for you, bro. But that's cool. Shout out Jeff Young. Another, who's that? He wrote this article. On what? The Golden? The blockchain. On the blockchain. No, shout out to him. For real, because I find that very interesting, because I've always wondered why they don't make it more of a fucking, like, more of a, more of a thing to take all the fraudulent things out. Because that does cut a big chunk of what you are selling. Like yeah, who's going to check that? Huh? Who's checking that? Me? Nick, what do you mean? People, Because they, they're doing it for people who buy shit secondhand. So, like... Why do they care? They're yeah. not making money off you. What do you mean, why they care? They're not going to make money off you, that. You think they don't have a foot in the second the secondhand market? Just like we were talking about how these big companies don't have a foot in the secondhand market in the sneaker culture? They for sure do. That's why they quote-unquote burn shit. <laughs> oh, no. For sure. How much do you think Louis Vuitton ashes go for? Ashes? Yeah. Or Burberry I'm, ashes. I'm pretty sure they just throw that shit in a, like a big ass... You know how, like, they, uh, they like, burn garbage and shit like that? They should like, make statues. Like that? They can make you can make statue out of ashes and shit. They should make like a Louis Vuitton. I wonder statue. how secure it is to get into that building that they burn. Because you, know, you know how much material there is, you can make millions of dollars with that shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure somebody, somebody in in the Louis Vuitton burning station or where the fuck they have that shit at, nah, is definitely bro. keeping shit. They weigh so, it. What do you mean? <laughs> That's stupid. No, I was about to say yeah. now because it. I don't know. It would, it would be very pretty. It would be pretty interesting to see so that, you, that process. To be honest, of how with they the whole do burning thing. Yeah, like how they do it. How they do all of this. So you know how, like, when you're cooking a hamburger, right? I'm, what are you gonna tell me? I'm not talking about the process of actually burning. I'm uh, saying like the the process that goes into. Well, then fucking never mind. <laughs> you you were about to tell me some useless shit about a hamburger. I was gonna. It's not useless if it's information no information is useless some information is definitely useless. it's useful to somebody <laughs> and there's probably mean. someone out there in the world right now who's gonna be like fuck what he was gonna say about the hamburger google no, nigga, if you need, if you need to google how to make a hamburger. hamburger my nigga there's there's a million youtube videos on it um, it's a specific thing about the hamburger bro i don't care why someone's gonna text me late at night and be like yo andrew yeah caesar's gonna text me like andrew what are you gonna say about the hamburger <laughs> there you go <laughs> is that the title <laughs> <laughs> The hamburger secret. <laughs> have you, uh, chances is that, dude, have you seen the, the Singapore airport? I've never been to Singapore. I'm saying, Why would like, I see pictures the airport? of it. In you Google mad stupid shit. I drive to go through your YouTube recommendations. How many people? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what we're not gonna do is go through my YouTube recommendations. <laughs> exactly. But how many people Google fucking airport pictures, bro? This, is, not, the part, this is the part of the podcast where I start getting grumpy. So I'm like, yo, sure. why the fuck? No, no, because by chance, I like, you, have you seen it? Because. Nah, I haven't. These niggas is killing airports. Like, what's the nicest airport you've been to? There's no such thing as a nice airport. No, there's a nice airport. Chicago, have you seen Chicago's airport? That shit's nice. I've never sure. been over there. Chicago's airport is nice as fuck. But look at this airport. Come, Just think about the airports we fly out of. Click on that link and look at this fucking airport, my nigga. Bro, none of the best airports in the world are in America. Not even close. That's what it says here. All of them are in Asian countries. Look, nigga, why would we win? Look at this shit. The Bro. airport is mad nice. It doesn't matter. Shit like a fucking resort, my nigga. Bro, no one's gonna spend more than one second that they have to in the shit, airport. Shit, me. If I walked out and I saw that shit, I'm definitely exploring that airport. You're For a bum. Sure. 
For sure. Go to go to wherever you're supposed to be at, bro. Because this is a fucking airport. Leave. That shit more than airport. That's just for coming and going. It looks dope fun. though. Exactly. Dope I would definitely walk around. No. Nah. Like, the funny shit is, is I know for sure. If I was like, yo, let's walk around here, everybody would be like, yeah, for sure, let's do that. Yeah, and sure. take mad pictures. Yeah. And then I'm out. <laughs> you just yeah, had one second more than we need to be in there. That's one more, well, more than one hey, second. Bro, time we would is, easily be in there for like 20 minutes. Time is relative, sure. bro. But nah, that shit is super nice. I didn't know they also had you know palm crazy? trees in Singapore. There's no people in this picture. Ain't nobody flying to Singapore. I, I think that's like one of the most popular airports. About. It's broad daylight. Where the people wake I mean, up. That I wouldn't want to see a picture of an airport with people in it, to be honest. If you're trying to show like, That don't the seem kind of suspicious to you, bro? I don't know. I don't know, but Singapore is definitely on my fucking uh, hit list. Now, transition oh, to... The government's listening. They might misinterpret <laughs> that. So I don't know how, I don't know why, but... Uh, Most Def's new album coming out called Nigas. What do you think? Oh, no. The, 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 the thing that I read about this article is that he apparently played it, like, in some different form of way or whatever, like, because he says that people are too consumed by their phones, which is a very Most Def shit to do. And I, I think the album's like 30 minutes. Uh, yeah, it's like 26 minutes. I've definitely been waiting for most of It's self-produced, to too. Self-produced. I'm with it. For sure. I'm with it for sure. I'm with it. He displayed at Our Basel Hong Kong 2019. Um, producer is produced by Steve Julian and also known as uh, Funkin' Even. So where did you get self-produced from? I'm here. For, it says right here, Steve and Julian, produced by myself, Lord Tusk, and Eastside. Produced by myself. And Stephen Julian. So he's producing it. <laughs> well, the way you make it seem is like he produced it by himself solely. Oh, no. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, people are going to definitely go... People are definitely at work like, yo, did you hear most death? Uh, is producing this album by himself? <laughs> and niggas is like... Because <laughs> you know bro. niggas do not research information. Nah, bro. Niggas don't Google. I don't even Google. Uh, Look, I have the article right in front of me and I'm still wrong. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, how can you... The article's right in front of you. Niggas still don't know what's gonna happen with that hamburger. It's, 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 nah, but I definitely want to hear this most of album. I've, I've been waiting for. A I've heard most of music in a while, bro. The exactly. only time I do is when it pops up on that shuffle. Most of music, like recently, when he puts out, he only puts out like singles and shit like that. Like, yeah, just like, like one off. What was his thing? last album? I think his last album might have been Mathematics. Something. Hold on, I got the internet. Let's go through his discoffs. Um. December 99th it was 2016 I haven't heard this what's, the, what's that album called? December 99th is that on streaming platforms? because I definitely have, I have not no seen it. I have no idea um, well shit I got something to listen to if it is fuck um, this another interesting story I saw was NASA will pay you $19,000 to lay in bed for 60 days my, 60 days yeah my question is to you what is obviously $19,000 is not a lot enough what is your price for 60 days to lay in bed That's all like day? That's 300 bucks a day. Yeah, it's not enough for me. What's my price to lie in bed What is your pri- price to lie in bed for 60 days? Because that's all you're going to do is lie in bed. You cannot get up from there. I don't think you get up to pee or anything. You're just lying in bed. Oh, that's kind of torture. That's the point. They're trying to figure out what, how the human body reacts to being in like that one still, still like thing. Like It's like... It's, Basically, I guess they, somebody at NASA, like it made that equivalent to how your body would react in certain. I would need the money to grow exponentially with the amount of days I'm staying. What's the number? So like. Sixty days laying in bed. What's the number? 
I'm assuming that they're providing you food and water. I gotta hit a mill. A mill? I gotta hit a mill. That's my numbers. I think I'm like five. Millie? Yeah. 60 days, bro? That's Honestly, it would be less than that, to be honest. But the, to me, I sleep in bed for like four hours and I feel like shit. So 60 when you days. Imagine, sleep, right? Oh yeah, imagine how you will feel for 60 days. That's. Hey, man. 60 days, my nigga. That's what, two there's, months? There's mad bedridden people that have to do this. What are you gonna do in bed for 60 days? Sponge bath? I'm saying, what are you gonna do? There's tons for, of like, stuff. For like to entertain you. How many times can you watch The Office? Me? In six, dude, if I watch The Office Hold for on. 60 days, I fucking go crazy. How long is the entire series of The Office? The Office? Maybe like 14 hours? 26 and a half hours. So you would have to watch The Office entirely, uh, basically for the whole 60 basically days. Basically the whole 60 days! So you can watch The Office 60 times in a like, row. I can watch every movie that I like. Oh, no, no, be that's just the... Just the seventh season is 26 and a half hours. Hold so on now. Do the, do the whole entire series. Oh, we're giving you some... Bro, I... Giving you the best content known to man. Google yeah. is like fucking cucking me right now, Yeah, Yeah, every dash type into a fucking... Yeah, 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 yeah. shut up. Laptop. Alright, hold on. So, let's, I got a better one. What? So... The second half of Naruto, where he's grown up, is called Shippuden, right? Yeah. There's like over 700 episodes. So, 700 times 22. Boom, boom, boom. 22 minutes, duh. So, that's 15,000 minutes. 15,000 divided by... 24. But I, wouldn't I do 60 first? Because that's 15,000 minutes. If you just divide it by 24, that's per day. So, it would show you how much days it would be that you... I'm is it? Fifteen thousand minutes. So then I gotta divide it by sixty to get how many hours that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I divide by twenty-four. Alright. Right. I'm showing my intelligence here. Oh, that's only ten days straight. Exactly. Bro, for all of Naruto, seven hundred episodes, my nigga. That I don't think that's people. A fucking I don't, lot. I don't think people know how much sixty days is. Sixty days is two months straight laying in bed. You like? There's no way you would have fun doing that at all. You I can listen to every album that I like. You wouldn't finish One Piece, dog. I listen to every album I like, like on a fucking plane trip. Damn, nigga, where the fuck you flying? I think that's a better question of what music I like. <laughs> every album that you like, what do you like? Like four, two albums, two uh, two of the seven fucking albums that Kanye dropped last year. That's what you like. <laughs> where the fuck are you flying? I was thinking about like, yo, what albums do I consider like ten out of ten? And I can I can only think of three, and none of them are rap albums. I don't, think, I don't consider any album ten out of ten. Nah, some of them is like. So good. Ten out of ten, so that doesn't exist in my world. Because then, what happens when somebody drops an album that's better than that? What do you What do you gaze at? Ten out of ten. That, that's that's a whole. If it's better, how's it the same? So if I eat like a, then it just changes the other one. So now I have a new ten out of ten. So you drop the one that you just had a ten out of ten? Because I have a new experience. I don't know, man. So yeah, let's your say rating like, system is fucking weird. So let's say I have. Oh, like you just call it a nine, and then the, I the, can't because it's the best that I know. It's perfect in my mind. Until yeah. I so then there's a new better. perfect. Yeah. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You're, you're saying that something is a 10. What happens when that 10 comes? Then that's the 10. Then you drop the 10 to a 9? Yeah. Oh, this nigga's bogus. Get the fuck out of here. I don't see not, what's wrong with that. This nigga's nuts. I don't see what's wrong with that, bro. That, it shouldn't have been a 10 in the first place. Why not? If that, if that, if it's that was the 10 your that I know. If that was your reasoning... The, being saying that it's a 10 isn't saying that it's the best album that you've ever heard. Yeah, but then if you follow it, You're that, saying that the album is perfect. 
Yeah, but if I'm saying that if I follow your logic, then I can't enjoy anything ever because there's something better. Yeah, a 10 out of 10 does not exist in this world. That's the whole thing. There's nothing perfect in this world. There's always going to be something better. So that's why I don't give anything a 10 Bro, out of 10. there's definitely perfect stuff in the world. <laughs> well, there's not. Yeah, there's There's nothing perfect in this world. Have you ever had tea? Uh, tea's not perfect. Dog, everything. I love cheesecake. Cheesecake's not a 10. Man. Everything that's perfect is finished. The, clo- the closest thing I've ever got to a 10 maybe is like a 9.5. Pussy? No, hell no, nigga. I'm be married. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Married. Um. All I know is, bro, is that some shit just be really good. Yeah, I'm ten out of ten though. I hate everybody who says that when they go to a restaurant. There's no person that I hate the most than a person who goes to a restaurant and tells me ten out of ten, bro. I'm not going to that restaurant because you said ten out of ten specifically. I don't know, bro. You think that restaurant is perfect, my nigga? Get the fuck out of it. And especially if you eat like Applebee's on the like that. a really good waitress, bro. I don't give a fuck. She refilled the water like immediately. Yeah, if you fall in for if if you if you the type of nigga who falls for waitresses, you already a person I don't want to be. Whoa, 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 whoa. If you're the nigga at the table whoa. who thinks, bro, the waitress is filling me, my nigga. Oh, that's different. I don't ever want to go. That's fucking different. That's different, and you know it. I don't ever want to go out to eat with you. Thinking the waitress is. Cute. I'm not saying no. I'm not saying that you can't fall for a waitress. I'm specifically saying niggas who are like, yo, I think the waitress is feeling me, bro. Like, I, nigga, she's not. How about you? How about like maybe she was a tip, my bro. Like, get the fuck out. I'll of give it. her a tip, bro. Alright, relax, nigga. This is why you, you, are, you already said two. Re- what did I say? <laughs> the Porzingis thing? Yeah. Uh, so New York proposes a ban on furs. Plastic bags. What do you even think about furs? Like, what? What did you just, take on furs? Just stupid. You, I'm saying like. How you, you think they look good though? No. Like, furs never been a thing to me either. I don't like, think they look good. That's definitely like a. Looks kind of weird. Bro. I don't. I don't like furs either. Like the Canadian, the the, the Canada gooses that I've always had, never had fur. I always feel even weird. I still feel, even feel kind of weird about like stuff that's supposed to look like fur, like sherpa like fur and shit. Nah, even like sherpa. I like sherpa though. It I looks like kind of weird. Like when it's not on the inside of clothes. Yeah. It looks too. Like, you mean when it's on the outside? Yeah, I don't really like it. That's I don't really like fleeces because the material. Yeah, it looks, I don't like. It I don't like how weird. it looks. It's, it looks weird. But it makes you look like TV static. Yeah, but when you you up when you up in like New York and Canada weather's my nigga, you need every fucker there. Oh, you catch me the fucking fleece. Stay inside. Um, that's the thing. Like you say, stay inside. Yeah, but. I'm going to stay inside the whole winter. Yeah. The winter in New York starts like October and then it ends like now. Niggas has been doing that, bro. Nah, I'm not going to live like I'm in the fucking 1600s. Why not? Because I, I don't want to live like that. Uh, Niggas. A nigga sold one of his cost paintings. 15, it, it was bro. the Simpsons one, right? Yeah, 15. No. Who bought that shit? I don't know. That's dope. Bro. That's dope. That's definitely insider trading. It's <laughs> an ego. He definitely like, sold that. To ben Baller got stuck in his Tesla. Did you see that? I did not see that, bro. <laughs> Yo, it's been. You know, it's funny that he gave uh, Elon. We talked about this like a month ago. Like a month ago, he gave Elon Musk the custom Tesla ring. Yeah, yeah. Because he thought that Tesla was like the most innovative shit in the world. Then he gets stuck in his Tesla for like an hour. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the specifics on how he got stuck, but. That is just funny irony in life. Like, that is like... Bro. That is a Curb Enthusiasm fucking episode for sure. You reading or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is there any specifics on how he got uh, how he got locked in the car? No, not that I've seen, but there's mad tweets about, like, what a piece of shit that car is. No way <laughs> to exit the vehicle if its computer crashes or its battery dies. The, this guy should demand his ring back. <laughs> <laughs> that ring was like a forty-four thousand dollars ring, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, Ben Baller is dumb. All cars. Oh, you're reading the niggas' comments like yeah. the niggas were coming back on him. Yeah, who passed Should have left him locked up in there for a few weeks. 40 year old. Niggas be going in for no reason. Bro. 40 year old attention fairy. Jeez. Uh, no way dropped this. Wait, do people dislike Ben Baller? I don't know. I think Ben. They don't like. They don't like a lot of people who are like. Abrasive. Cool with themselves, my nigga. Uh, I hear that. Uh, Shout out to Wake. No they, Wake they drop. They re-released uh, Michelle Obama tea. Shout yeah, out I saw that. I fucking missed the drop, and I wanted the Awake misfigured logo tee, yeah. and they all sold out. The hoodies are cool with that, too. The hoodies are dope, too. The hoodie that everybody went for was that... Um, is it tie-dye or something like that? It's, it's like pastel. Yeah. That, That's, that hoodie was dope. I told and I told you niggas a couple weeks ago. Uh, no, like months ago. Awake is starting to resell for those who are looking to resell. Yeah, baby. Like, nigga, oh that that hoodie was going on stock for like four hundred bucks. The union joint? No, the um the new one, the pastel joint. Ah, uh, but it's, it was going on stock for like four hundred dollars, like in the beginning of the week. People are waking up, bro. They keep taking L's on the Supreme Director chairs. They had to boot that money somewhere. Apparently, else. niggas was taking L's on on Awake too, though, for real. I believe it for sure. That that way, Union shit showed out super quick. Um, Pierre Boss new collection. Pierre Boss is a he's a new designer. I I like I don't really like the clothes per se as much, but I like how he shoots shit, like the colors that he uses and stuff like that. I really like that shit. Um, and he's all, he's one of the new African American um, designers and shit. He he makes some dope shit, but a lot of this shit is very. It's like to me, you know, like when they make pieces for runways. That's what I see. It. It's more like like he makes pieces for a one. These comments always get me. Why do you always go straight to the comments? Like I don't even look at the content. I just look at the comments because the comments are better than the content. No, it's not. I hate people in the comments. That's, That's the, the most annoying part. people in the world. Exactly. So this top comment says needs more force diversity. Because apparently a black-owned brand using black models is, like, taboo. And the reply says, LMFAO forced diversity from a black creative with black models? You fucking dumbass, stupid, crack-headed bitch. Damn, you went in, bro. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, I, I, I don't know anybody who comments on fucking comments. Oh, my God. Things. Like, I don't know anyone who comments. I gotta start. Because no. these people are clearly on like some level of intelligence that like I haven't reached yet. No, it's some level of intelligence that you probably passed in the first grade, my nigga. I don't know. Bro. Um, la- last topic that went off with Vism has a fifteen dollar edge free sh- uh, shirt. What do you think about that? That's because I feel like me and you have way two way different opinions on this shit. We're definitely on the two different sides. I'm on a hard pass for this. The thing is, to me, it's not uh, the sense of like, would you buy it? To me, it's the thing where we were talking about. Well, if it was like. Forty dollars. I still don't like the design. Yeah, it, it, that, you're thinking about it too surface for me. The thing that I, that I took away from this shit was, this is exactly what high end clothes is supposed to be. It's supposed to be some shit that, yeah, you can probably make this shit, but the material and how we're using this shit is totally different. Like for example, in that in the context of that fucking of that uh, article, it says that they use 100 percent pure silk. And they were using patterns that were where they weren't using like three thousand years that were hand and like twisted and shit like that. With that, I don't mind when you're doing something to like the upper echelon of things to doesn't matter excel on shit. Doesn't matter. They cheapen it immediately by giving it to John Mayer for free. <laughs> John Mayer is like a cra- like crazy with with Vism. Like he's one of the people who wears Vism the most. But I did I did like that shit because it's like to me there's only one real luxury brand out. To me, 
Ever, the rest of these other luxury brands aren't really it. And I, I think Hermes is definitely like... I pivotal. thought you were going to say Dime. No. <laughs> dime what? Dime, dime supply, nigga? <laughs> the fuck out of here. But now Hermes and I think Louis Vuitton is starting to get back into that space with me. Chanel has always been like that, but I think... Well, Chanel is starting to revamp their thing with like for Chanel for and shit like that. But Hermes is like the pinnacle of shit to me because they do things at a higher... I'm like a higher taste than other brands do. A lot of the new, a lot of the new things that luxury brands are putting out to me is more streetwear shit. So if you want to be a streetwear brand, be a streetwear brand, but don't sell me a streetwear shirt for eight hundred dollars. Yo, think about the model that had to wear this shirt. They, there's no model wearing it. There's no model wearing it. Yeah, there's a model wearing it like on the sales site. Yeah. It's crazy. It's the shirt, whatever. But I like the storylines behind it, like all the different materials that they use and the way that they're using patterns. That yeah, that's dope and all. But again, it's, it's cheapened like, by them giving it to John Mayer for free. All I know is these Japanese brands is killing shit right now. Um, you got anything else you want to add on to this this last fucking episode? <laughs> People are just gonna have to wait until next week to hear about the hamburger. <laughs> uh, Del Talk Season 4 Episode 7 Thanks for having me Hope your mom's not mad at me R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle R.I.P. Nip Yeah I'm prolific so gifted, I'm the type that's gon' go get it, no kidding, breaking down a switch in front of your building, sitting on the steps feeling no feelings, last night it was a cold killer, you gotta keep the devil in this hole nigga, but you know how it go nigga, I'm front line every time it's on nigga, 100 pro flow, run and shoot pro, 458 drop, playing bulletproof soul, every few shows I just buy some new gold, Circle got smaller, everybody can't go Downtown Diamond District, jewelers like yo